Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. Hi there. Welcome to the program. My name is Shaladio. Welcome to episode 29 of our series on how to believe God for a spouse. In this series, I'm sharing fundamental spiritual principles that will help single men and women to believe God for a spouse and to also find their spouse. I'll be sharing core principles of confessions, faith, hope, the seed principle, prayer, discernment, and so on. This series will apply to both men and women. I want to share this prayer with you before we start. Please make this a daily prayer. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 17 and 18. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of your calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask right now for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon all of us, both myself who is um, teaching your word today and the people who are listening to this broadcast. Lord, I ask that let the activity of the Holy Spirit be so strong, both in me and the hearers, that will cause us to see and behold the revelation of your word concerning this particular topic in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you. Because I see your people strengthened, strengthened and edified as we reach out into the realm of the spirit for a flow of the miraculous into our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you because everything that we're about to discuss here has already been paid for with the blood of Jesus Christ. And we are here to receive that which you have already paid for in Jesus name. Amen. Last episode, I shared on how to be led by the Holy Spirit and uh, it was very, um, very enlightening one. So you want to pick up uh, that broadcast. That's um, episode 28. This episode uh, I'm on now is 29. And um, today I want to share on ways in which you can tell if a friend in your life is someone you should be marrying or not or someone that you are. Uh, discussing with or you know having conversation with along those lines is someone you should uh, seriously be considering to marry or not and the area that i really want to focus on today is what i call common core values what i mean by common core values is that you both have values that are very similar are very similar and common to uh, to both of you and um, want to look at that aspect uh, very uh, well in slightly more detail today. Now, all the broadcasts uh, up till now are focused, you know, mainly on the spiritual angle of, you know, like spiritual angle of praying, speaking God's word and attracting the right sort of people um, into your life. But it's also important for you to know a certain other aspects um of this um uh, this area of life and um y- y- you know so many things are happening today now i mean there are situations i've seen situations where people 
even um, ask around, you know, like, oh, um, I have somebody, they will say that I have somebody who, I have a lady who is uh, believing God for a husband. Do you know any man that, you know, is God-fearing, that is free, that, you know, can, that is single, rather, that can talk to, you know, that will be interested in a discussion with her or will be interested in marriage. So I hear such conversations go on a lot. And one thing that, you know, you just used to bother me, even, I mean, this has been going on even in my single days. I used to hear such conversations, you know, like uh, if you know anybody, any uh, man that is free, in fact, they even go as far as uh, if you know any man abroad, you know, that is free, that wants to marry a lady back home, uh, let us know, connect us and all the rest. And one thing I used to just ask myself is this, is that does anyone actually take the time to find out whether these people have common values whether these people have common values and i see that a lot especially in my home country um, on the female side where they don't really take enough time to uh, to verify that they have common values and common areas of agreement uh, with the men that they want to marry so a lot of women will not um, disclose their objection to certain things or to certain issues that they are already seen and are already obvious in the life of that man or in the disposition of that man and they'll just be secretly praying hoping that the man will change before they get married and these are some of the things that we want to look at today um i'm not speaking today as a marriage expert i've been married for 19 years actually we have a daughter but i'm not speaking as a marriage expert so i'm just going to share the few scriptures that i know that i know that helped me in knowing who i should be talking to and who i should not be talking to about marriage when i was a single person let's turn our bibles to amos chapter 3 verse 3 amos chapter 3 verse 3 says can two walk together except they be agreed can two walk together except they be agreed now i've seen many ladies in my lifetime hook up or get hooked up with men that they are not in agreement with and i think you do yourself a lot of injustice and a lot of disservice to team up with men that you are not in agreement with and you i mean the bible says you cannot work together except they be agreed so it means that you cannot be productive in an association with a person that you are not in agreement with so if you are heading to sokoto and he's heading to maiduguri and you get to lagos airport it means that you have to take different flights to arrive at those destinations so it means that you are not in agreement and you're not going to end up in the same location if you stick to what your own belief system is and he also sticks to what his own belief system is so that is one area that you want to check up on before considering anyone for marriage before even bothering to start praying about anything now i've read some statistics before uh online and um what they said in those statistics was that the longest 
and the strongest marriages were the ones that were contracted by people who were religious or who are religious or who are friends before they got married now does that surprise you it doesn't surprise me at all and this is why now they've stayed together that long and they've stayed strong for that long simply because they had agreement with one another they were headed in the same direction people who are headed in the same direction are more likely to stay with themselves and to stay very long than people who are not headed in the same direction and one thing that religion will do when i say religion now i'm using that um i'm using that uh, terminology very broadly um this affects not only christians it also it also affects muslims hindus and those other religions that the people who practice um those all these religions when they marry themselves they they stay in their marriages longer than people who don't practice any of those religions now i'm not particularly subscribing to the marriage beliefs of every other religion no and that's far from it but what i'm saying is that statistically it is being seen and observed that people who marry under those under all these religions and let's even bring christianity into it have marriages that are longer than people who don't or and also people who married as friends that they were friends long before they got married um also had long marriages as well and uh, were not uh easily as prone to divorce and breakups um i think statistics also have it rough statistics so i mean i'm sure you want to contest it but rough statistics i've seen online also indicate that close to 70 percent of friends who married hardly divorced so you and so it means that if 70 percent of those who are friends uh stayed longer and stayed forever um as lifetime partners then it it also begins to show something that there is something about two people who are in agreement about certain things getting married and their marriage lasting longer than two random people who just met each other who don't have a basis for agreement now in in any religion there is a basis for agreement so basis simply means that we are being taught the same things we are observing the same tenets we are observing the same rules and regulations i mean if you permit me to use those expressions uh even though on that new testament christianity we don't want to say rules and regulations maybe we want to say belief system or whatever you want to uh label you want to give to it but that people who adhere to the same devotion and to the same belief system are far more likely to remain in longer marriages than people who don't and this simply because there is a basis for agreement there is a basis there, there is a basis for people to stay together in agreement they believe the same thing they observe the same thing and therefore it is easier a lot easier for them to stay in agreement and that is something that you need to look at either as a man or as a woman so as a man in those days or as a single man rather in those days what i will do is that whenever i met with a lady maybe at a social event or at a function or anywhere i start holding this 
discussions with the person i just start gisting uh with the person i'm not going to go direct and say oh i'm thinking of marrying you or i'm going to say stuff like oh uh, let's talk about marriage no i'm just going to throw out scenarios and we'll just be talking and chatting and while we're talking and chatting and you are talking back to me i'm all i'm very subtly communicating some of my values across to you and i'm also getting feedback from you as well now i don't say everything about my life to you but i'm asking questions and i'm digging around to find out what your mindset is all about i'll meet see you guys again immediately after the break thank you Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Hi there. Welcome back. Now, where did we leave off? We left off at an um, agreement that can two work together except they be agreed so what i was saying was that you when you meet with people the first thing you want to start doing either as a man or as a woman is to establish your core belief systems as in you establish the core belief system of the other person and see if they are uh, in synchrony with your own core beliefs now the reason we add the word core is that outer beliefs might not necessarily um be the same now what could be a core belief a core belief is a belief about god for instance what's your concept of god how do you see god now that's a very i mean that's a very core belief i mean how do you see god how do you view god that's very important is a very core belief so you want to find out what that person thinks of god and um you you want to establish that that's a core belief now a non-core belief could be something like um how often do you think we should go to attend the movies now that's not a core belief really if you look at it i mean it's i mean it's something that you like it's something maybe like a hobby that you like but that's not necessarily a it's not necessarily a core belief i might like um movies like six times a year you might like movies three times a year but that's not going to be a showstopper it's seriously not going to be a showstopper because we really really can't like everything together and um, i might like coffee you might like tea so now that's not a core belief all it just means is that if we get married we're going to have both coffee and tea in the kitchen so i take so when i have to go to the kitchen i'll make a cup of coffee for myself and i make a cup of tea for you and when you go to the kitchen you make a cup of tea for yourself and you make a cup of coffee for me it's that simple so now that's not a core belief that's just simply something minor that i like and you don't like or you like and i don't like but a core belief could be what sort of education do you think our children deserve or what sort of education do we should we give to our children now that's a core belief i mean i have met people who will sell their last shirt on their backs to send their children to school and i've met people who will never do that seriously they will never do that they would rather build a house in another country than spend money 
uh, heavy money sending a child to an expensive school. Now, those are core belief systems. I don't, I'm not criticizing any of the two sides, to be honest. They all have their benefits. The man that wants to build a house and, or build houses, I mean, has a benefit in the sense that his children can inherit those houses and use it to start a business. So, I mean, Abraham left stuff for Isaac. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with inheritance. I mean, come to think of it. And then the man who also thinks that he should invest so much in the education of that child. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that core belief system as well. But the problem is that if the two different people marry each other, that could become a challenge a challenge in the sense that if you only have resources in a marriage that can adequately cater for only one of those belief systems i mean i've thrown these kind of questions online before on twitter and people said eh, yeah what about money for both but you see if we have money for both it's easy we'll build the houses while at the same time we're paying children's school fees in harvard and oxford together but the real question the real test is that if we have money for only one of those two things, which one are we both going to believe in and do as a matter of priority? And that is where the challenge is, really, to be honest. I mean, not everybody will uh, start life in marriage uh, like a Bill Gates. Bill Gates was already a multi-billionaire before he married you understand so if you're not a multi-billionaire and your resources have to be prioritized so the question will be what takes higher priority than the other now also a core belief system also that you want to examine is the way you give to god um is is the way uh, the way you give to god i mean if you look at it um i have had a situation in my marriage where we 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 needed a breakthrough we needed a breakthrough a financial breakthrough in my family and the decision or let's say that god laid it on my own heart to give in a certain way that will be extremely extremely uncomfortable for the entire family and i shared this leading um, with my wife and she believed in it she didn't believe in it because she didn't have a choice she didn't believe in it because um uh because you know the bible says obey your wife or man is the head and all the rest no she believed in it because that was also a part of her core belief system so she supported me in that decision she supported me in that decision uh this happened uh, how many years ago many years ago actually we were still in lagos then and we gave a whole month's salary uh, as offering, as a sacrificial offering, a, an entire month's salary as a married couple. And, I mean, strange things happened, very strange things. A month, Less than a month after that salary was given, another job, it was the last salary of a job that I had resigned from and I had not gotten another job. Another job came through that was more than twice i mean have you ever left a job where you are earning x naira per month and then you went to another job where you are earning more than 2x naira per month that is what happened to us that was our experience 
Now, if I did not have a woman that was in agreement with me, this was something that we had practiced in smaller measures over five years of courtship. So if we did not have this agreement in place at all, where we could both respond the same way to divine instructions, then it will be very difficult. So one person could have a nudging that God, I feel God is asking us to do this, but the other person will be extremely reluctant about it because you are not in agreement. So it is very important to establish what you agree with. Just ask the person, what is your disposition? Um, what is your disposition um, towards giving to God? What is your disposition towards tithing? What is your disposition towards offering? Now, a person can believe that, on, um, okay, like for instance, somebody can believe in tithing very strongly that, look, I believe that a tenth of our income should go to God. And the other person, even though the person is a Christian, does not believe in tithing. The other person believes that tithing is a scam put together by pastors of Pentecostal churches to eat people's money. Now, if both of you get married, you're going to have problems because one person believes that a tithe should go to God. The other person does not believe that a tithe should go to God. Now, that is a core belief system and it can destroy a marriage if they are on both i'm on opposite spectrums of that core core belief system so it's very important that you know what your core belief systems are and you begin to um poke around in conversations with people so that's why you know even if you introduce me to somebody i can i mean in those days i would never be attracted simply only simply because of what i see or what I feel in my, I mean, in my heart, but I would want to establish whether we believe the same things, whether we are headed in the same direction. And I see a lot of women ignore this. And the problem with ignoring this is that you rush into marriage because you want to go away. You want to escape the pressure from your parents. You want to escape the pressure from your friends. You want to escape the pressure from your pals on social media and quickly flash a £10,000 ring or £2,000 ring or 2000 naira ring, whichever your man can afford and show that, yes, me too, I'm marrying soon. Yes. And, you know, feel on top of the world. But yet, you are not in agreement with the person you want to marry. And I have seen marriages. No, seriously, this is not I'm not cooking the scenario up. I've seen live marriages where women said to me that I regret that decision of marrying this person simply because I did not check properly enough to see that I was aligned with this person in their core belief systems. And they now discovered that they were they found themselves in marriages where they were not in total agreement or even, I mean, almost they were not even in as much as half agreement as the men that they married but then now discover that they are even more in agreement with certain friends old friends from their past or people they know outside the marriage and they just began to feel a sense of regret a feeling of regret that i wished i did not marry this kind of person and that was simply because they never paid attention to this kind of detail the bible says can two work together except they be agreed i even have more scriptures here but i'm not sure i got all the time to you know uh, run through them but let's 
see if we can take uh, one more uh, ecclesiastes chapter 4 verses 9 to 11 it says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor so you see that labor their labor it didn't say their labors so it means that they have one labor but the bible says that two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor and the bible says that for if they fall the one will lift up his fellow but woe to him that is alone when he falleth for he hath not another to help him up again if two lie together then they have heat but how can one be warm alone so you see that in marriage we're seeing two people coming together and you know uh, coming together to become one and to receive a i mean and to receive um uh, and to receive a greater reward for their joint labor and then if you check out uh, deuteronomy chapter 32 uh, chapter 32 verses uh, 30 and 31 it says how should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight except their rock had sold them and the lord had shut them up for their rock is not as our rock even our enemies themselves being judges so so it's very important for you to realize that agreement is very powerful in fact i would in those days never start praying about anybody that i was not even in agreement with in the first place there's no point says can two work together except they be agreed so even when you hear i mean people come with all sorts of things oh the spirit told me the spirit told me but calm down you also need to establish that you have common core values that you have a mindset that can flow together uh, that you can flow together in especially as christians the mindset of the word of god so the core areas of the word of god that you believe in make sure that this person also believes in the same thing so that both of you will not end up being married and start arguing with each other you know inside the house you know inside the house i tweeted something today i said that you can never be worried about the decision making process of your wife if you married her based on core common values rather than just sexual attraction i see so many things today oh my wife must have boobs my wife must have as i mean you know big uh, big boobs big bottom and all the rest but the truth of the matter is that if the if that is why as a christian you have married your wife then just know for sure that when the rubber hits the road then you end up with somebody whose mind you cannot really trust in major decisions now as i am now my wife is making decisions not only on her behalf but also on her daughter's behalf i mean fair enough she'll make phone calls we'll discuss things but i trust her well enough that if i'm in a six hour meeting or i'm in a six hour flight she will make the best quality decisions about our marriage about our child and about our family in my absence i trust our discretion i trust our decision making capabilities because we have the same core common values and that is the first thing that brings us together so i'll leave you here on this note and um, we'll meet again next week to continue uh with this area god bless you have a great week. Bye.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7F3CD I repeat 52C7F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord.